Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. My name is Kevin Wilson. I'm here with my co-host who can take your food truck idea and make it a food truck reality, John Cole. Hey, everybody. How are we doing today? <laughs> today? Well, I'm going to tell everybody how they're doing in about oh, two seconds, but John, go ahead. John, you do your thing. We got some stuff to straighten we out. We got some stuff we're going to straighten out today. Uh, Kevin forgot the choke change, so you know what? It's on today. <laughs> if you want to get uh, get some good negativity, you're at the right spot. Today on dropping a dime, we're going to be like... <laughs> well, today we are going to focus on the best places and the worst places because John is geared up. Uh, Midtown Village, we have to have a talk. We're going to go, our boundaries today are from 6th Street to 13th Street in Center City. Uh, If you guys, one of our most popular episodes was our Old City Smackdown. Uh, That is episode number one. So when you go to iTunes and you go to wildfireradio.com, download episode one. Uh, We do these Smackdown episodes to show people who live, work, and visit the areas, the best places to go. And then we also share our bad experiences. And John is geared up because I showed him a couple showed him a couple of places that are on my not-a-fan list, and John is raring to go. So uh, the, our whole episode, we're going to talk about uh, the best places between 6th and 13th Street in Center City, and also the worst places, uh, and we're geared up for that. And that's going to be a seven-part show, the bad places. <laughs> uh, John's not a fan of Midtown Village, just so everyone knows. Honestly, I, I am not. I'm not. There is... Something very near and dear. We'll get this kicked off right away. I don't want to screw around with this too much because there's a lot of people that need to get flamed this week in Midtown (laughs) Village. First and foremost, near and dear to my enlarged, congested heart is McGillan's. Uh, They're the oldest bar in the city, one of the oldest bars in the country. All the food that comes in and out of fashion but is always delicious is always at McGillan's. Shepherd's Pie. They've added a bunch of specials over the years. Prices of wings are skyrocketing in this country. You can still get 35-cent wings over at McGillan's. Five bucks gets you an order of wings and a beer on a Tuesday night. They're still doing rock and a shot. Let's put it this way. In a city like Philadelphia, <clears throat> where they're saying it's a culinary renaissance in this city. <laughs> a revolution. Um, my foodie <laughs> wife loves to use that phrase. Um, Marilyn Johnson, Philly Grub, loves to talk about the, the renaissance. And the Philly Grub segment, the happy hour segment, uh, you can hear every podcast 30 minutes in. We'll be back next week, guys. Yeah, no, she was she's she was a little bit busy this week, but that's fine. She's she's under the weather after nineteen cocktails. But <laughs> if you if you had that many happy hours, you might need to take a while off too. Um, but she loves to talk about the, the the culinary renaissance in this city. Fair enough. Um, I'm not sure when that's going to penetrate into Midtown Village because uh, the best food I have in Midtown Village by far, and I'm going to knock out the two good ones right away. Wow, because I need about. 380 minutes for the bad stuff. We have to go to the emails first, John. Emails. Uh, All right. right. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's let's hear the emails first. (laughs) Okay, guys. As you know, every show, uh, we go to the emails. We want to give a special thanks to Derek Tim and Glenn Gross for joining episode eight. Uh, The guys from Small Bites, go to wildfireradio.com. I want you to download Small Bites. They really added a nice, uh, fun... Yeah, uh, and informative uh, information uh, to our show. Derek Tim is sort of like the dean of food broadcasters Absolutely. in our area. And Glenn Gross, everyone likes to talk about the new Philly barbecue scene. That's right. At the beginning, of the Philly barbecue scene was Glenn Gross and Fat Jacks. Long when people were like, oh, I got to get on 95 and drive three and a half hours to decent barbecue. There was Fat Jacks That's doing it. these amazing. And I know it's a little bit of heresy. I'm not a rack guy. I'm more of like his brisket cheesesteaks, that sort of thing. Um, however, let's just sort of, I, I hate to see the originators getting lost in the shuffle. That's right. And, um, I talked about this today on Twitter, people discovering the pulled pork parfait. <laughs> Hold right. on a second. Four years ago, five years ago, the owners and operators of the Sum Pig 
food truck. Uh, they're still killing it. They unleashed the pulled pork parfait in the Philly and South Jersey area. If you haven't tried it, go and try it, and then come on back and tell me how the one you found five, six weeks ago on the boardwalk when summer was ending was better, because it wasn't. <laughs> so I want to thank uh, Derek Tim and uh, Glenn Gross for adding such a great uh, flavor to our episode eight. Go to uh, wildfireradio.com, download Small Bites, uh, download episode 99 because they were gracious enough, even though they are the most popular uh, food show in the area, they were You go nice to Google, enough. you put in Philly Food Show, it's Small Bites. That's give right. Them, give them their That's proxy right. credit. Absolutely. And uh, if you go to uh, wildfireradio.com, uh, download Small Bites, I want you to download episode 99 because they were gracious enough to let us come on their show. If they were. They let us kind of linger and loiter a little bit. <laughs> you know, you go to wildfire.com, you search- Who's the business? That's going to be me coming up. Yeah, sure, there's some sports and some other crap. <laughs> Most of those 3.2 million downloads are me. So my usual weekly, you're welcome <laughs> to the nine shady guys that own Wildfire. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, wait. Uh, the sound just went off. I know. Uh, the lights went out next week. So anyway. Uh, uh, we love the guys from Wildfire. Absolutely. Yeah, I want to be on, the, on their platform. I want you to go to wildfireradio.com. Uh, go to Small Bites. Download Small Bites episode 99, the Dining on a Dime dime team was on that show. But I also want you to download episode 68 because there's a strikingly handsome author who was on that show, uh, Kevin Wilson. And Isn't that th- your name? Yes. Well, that's weird that a guy who wrote a book has the same name as Kevin. <laughs> right. So anyway, I'm on Take episode. I'm on episode 68, and the team is on episode 99. One uh, more thank you. It goes out to Jim Pappas, our cheesesteak expert, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure on Facebook. Uh, Jim added so much. So if you have guys, if you have visitors coming into the city, our full, complete encyclopedia for the cheesesteaks is in episode seven and yes. eight go to itunes go to wildfireradio.com and see all things cheesesteaks at the dining on the dime episode seven and eight and some of the people who asked me this week both in person and on social media yeah we'll have jim back um, i don't have jim's schedule in no, front no, no. Of me, I've, I've already worked it out Jim. okay well uh, thank god somebody's doing the work every <laughs> every four episodes uh, we will check back with Jim Pappas to give if, to give us the best. Uh, I love thing. that idea. Jim's a great addition to the rotating cast. Jim, I can't wait to have you back in a- the studio. Absolutely. We'll be calling Jim every four episodes so he can give us the best cheesesteaks that he's seen in a long time. And I'll be calling Jim. Jim, don't go to such and such because you got to be kidding me. <laughs> it's roadkill on a bun. Oh. <laughs> so let's go to the emails. Uh, these are emails. I, I had flack for this. I prefer them to think of them as fan mail, Jake. Uh, Call fan mail, so hit me. Oh, I haven't read them yet. <laughs> uh, but these are emails. These emails are condensed because a lot of times uh, we don't have time to read the whole thing. So I, I take the email that I get and I kind of put well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, put it down. Uh, also, later on today, between five thirty and five forty, we are going to introduce to you the three crazy ladies. Oh, I've been waiting for this, man. It, their story is... Uh, let me tell you. Yeah, their story is great. Real quick, I want to let you know, they do homemade delicious food from a Sunoco kitchen in Malvern. So if you guys are out in Malvern and you go to the Sunoco, you will find a homemade food. They do a different special every day. Follow them on Facebook. Three crazy ladies, and they will be on our show at 5.40, roughly. Perfect. Yeah, and you know what? These crazy ladies are going to prove the point. All you people adding me on social media about Royal Farms. Yes. I-D-G-A-F, as the kids say. <laughs> Stop with Royal Farms. They're never going to be Wawa. I don't care how much second-rate fried chicken they throw in their glass box. Just stop. With the oil that hasn't been changed. Oh, my God. I know someone right now at Royal Farms, if they're listening, is like, wait a minute, we have to change fryer oil? What? I've been here 11 years and we haven't changed the fryer oil. Enough said. Okay, Jill in Chester writes, hey, guys. Hey, Jill. Hey guys, love the show, even though episode four got a bit too Kevin's bookie promo for me, but keep up the good work. Jill, my Shiro, 
Um, let's put it this way, Jill. <laughs> My hero. The way I get through this show is every time Kevin mentions his book, I take a shot. And I would strongly suggest everyone who listens to our show, whether it's download or live, you know, get yourself a bottle of your favorite adult beverage, <laughs> get yourself a shot glass, make it a double shot. And every time Kevin Wilson mentions... I'm an author. I've written a book. Uh, take a shot. And by the end of the show, his book seems a lot better, and the show's way more entertaining. There's a, actually a behind-the-scenes to that. I thought we were going to be on iTunes the fifth week, so if you listen to episode four, you will see me plug the book almost every ten minutes. All right. Uh, <laughs> you have a book? Take a shot, everybody. Okay. I got a lot of these types of emails, but I picked one. Uh, Steve in Germantown writes, I'm a fan of the show, but truth be told, Jim, John, and Derek gave great cheesesteak tips while Kevin was weak. Oh, I, no. I had to listen to the show multiple times because I couldn't believe he said Del Rossi. <laughs> uh, I've only been there twice. That's with, my answer to the question. I've only been there twice. Well, we're, we're looking into re-editing the show and having Del Rossi taken out of there because okay. Kevin is tired of having to have somebody uh, walk him to his car. Hey, l- listen, I've been there twice. I liked it both times. The truth is, you know what? If any place that we mention on this show in the negative yes, and you like you absolutely. should get at us because if you've been there once a week and i've been there twice in exactly, my life exactly that's true get at me we had spazo we talked about that's right and my two experiences at that place are about as bad as bad could get <laughs> and occasionally i've had one or two people my guess is they're probably spazo employees tell me that oh you should give them another try you should give them another oh, try see here's the problem though they're not telling me i'm wrong and right. the food is good they're just saying they can give them another try wait a minute at this point i might as well just give them 10 bucks on paypal and save myself the trip over the bridge well that's the thing the the show is paid for so we do give you the negative along with the positive uh we welcome any business owner that we shoot negative uh shots at to come into the studio and spend time with us and explain your side of the story or simply call us or email us the way you can re- get at us is dining on the dime at yahoo.com uh at dining on a dime one on twitter uh, dining on a dime on Facebook. You can you- wait outside Kevin's house for him. He'll, he'll be happy to talk to you when he gets his morning paper. We got uh, we we have multiple ways to get a hold of us. If you hear us talk about your business negatively, I welcome you. Dining on the dime at yahoo.com at dining on a dime one and dining on a dime on Facebook, and we will invite you to call into the show. And we will put you live on the air, and you can give your rebuttal. You and Kevin will be stepping into the verbal octagon, as it were. Here's the thing. The show is paid for. My book sponsors the show. So, therefore... (laughs) No, no, but seriously... Therefore, we our engineer has been taking shots. He's already slumping. <laughs> we're 13 minutes into the now, show. We're the, flying blind. The point I'm trying to make is, therefore, we don't need to kiss people's butts. The truth is, this is a shoot show. It's you guys, a shoot show. You yeah. guys know me well enough now. You know the lingo. Um, this show isn't a work. This show is a shoot. We right. tell you exactly. If I go into a place. Uh, Main Street Deli, and I'm totally making that up. If there's a real Main Street Deli listening to this, this isn't you. But if Main Street Deli brings me, you know, shit on a shingle for thirty nine ninety five, I agree. On Tuesday, you should know. On Sunday, we're going to be talking you about. Up, that's we're right. We're going to be talking about it, and that's so. why. And we're here, to, and that provides a service to our listeners. So that's why we do. Well, it. If we sit here and we're like, oh yeah, we ate at Main Street Deli, and it's terrible, right? You know. People go over there and they're like, why didn't you guys warn me? That's oh, right. well, you know, uh, no. And we also invite the owner of Main Street Deli Absolutely. to come on the show and give a rebuttal. All right, Dave and Audubon writes, oh, this is a great one. I had to pick uh, this one. Dave I, and Audubon, you I might be the winner it. of the week. I think he wins the prize. You guys are doing a horrible disservice to the airwaves by showing fat people cheaper ways to get fatter. I love oh, it. Oh, <laughs> Dave. You know what, Dave? How about you come on down to the show? And, you know, we'll uh, we'll have a little talk about, I'm guessing, you've probably, you're chiseled, jacked, tanned, waxed, manscaped, guy liner, uh, as much flash ink as you could get your mom to pay for. Yes. So, you know, post some photos. <laughs> Let's see how you look all Rick Rude Prime 1994. And, here's the, and we'll make you famous, my here, friend. Here's the funny part. That 
email went on for like two pages and said the word anus nine different times. So oh, I don't know what that... oh, no. <laughs> my f- All right, let's get... My friend, maybe you can have the house a little bit. I don't know what that means. I don't know if he has a my, fascination. My guess is he's probably working like the midnight to dawn shift at an adult bookstore. I don't know. You know, in, in the burned out section of Kensington where uh, even Kenzo's fear to tread. I don't know. But anyway, let's uh, Have start. a good day, Dave. Yeah, have a good day, Dave. Uh, drop that. All right, listen. No, we uh, need our engineer to get that toilet flushing sound. Here you go, Dave. Down to Bemis you go, my friend. <laughs> okay, let's start off with our picks for the... This is the area between 6th Street and 13th Street in Center City. I'm going to give you a spot that just opened not too long ago. I love it. And you're I, trying to close them? Oh, okay. No, no, no. Them. Seriously. Sorry. I went in there, and I've had burgers. If you follow me on uh, Instagram, KJW1972. And if you don't, shame on you. You will see that I love burgers. That's my thing. My thing is burgers. Uh, you know, I have over a hundred burger photos. It's the quintessential American food. I mean, even in uh, Europe, uh, a lot of these European chefs who want to get that American tourist market, they learned pretty quick. A guy like Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay first popped on the scene. Didn't want anything to do with burgers. Now, all the Gordon shows, That's right. there's a burger challenge, there's a burger this. He has a, a, he's got a restaurant. In Gordon. Vegas. Yeah, he's got yeah. a burger joint in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, the guy understands, man, you know, that this is America. That's right. All right, so I'm going to name my top pick in that area as Sandler's on 9th. Uh, the owner is Paul Sandler. He's a former GM for The Palm. Uh, wow, I, that's, uh, that's 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 some pretty uh, nice uh, culinary DNA going in there. And he and he just opened his own spot. It's called Sandler's on Ninth. It's at eight thirty four Chestnut Street. Uh, and I'm telling you, I went in there and I had uh, you know I said, look, let me try the burger. Uh, the menu is outstanding, but I said, let me try the burger. So I tried the burger. This burger was so good. That I had delicious burger juice drip on oh, there we drip go. drip on the plate. Hashtag burger porn. And then I kept, Kevin I, Steed. I kept looking around. I kept looking around. <laughs> Is anyone looking? Because I'm going to drink or lick this burger juice. No, was Dave great. was there all oh, buff telling it. you, stop being fat, <laughs> bro. Is he going to come at us? Oh, are we having geez. beef, bro? If oh, we are, hopefully it's braised beef. Let me tell you, we do get a lot of negative emails. I'm only choosing the nice negative. <laughs> so anyway. No, the negative <laughs> emails just so you know i love the fact that you took time out of your day <laughs> to email a show that you don't particularly like uh my friend if you're still listening to this you're a fan i don't know how else to tell that's you. well that's the point i'm oh making oh my god so uh sandler's on ninth uh 834 chestnut street has a delicious burger but their menu overall is really nice uh, they have a liquor license, so you can spend and have a nice oh, you know, drink. Oh, now, now, now I'm suddenly perked up a little bit. And what I like about them is I just think that everything, they have a great chef there. Uh, and I'm not kidding. I've had burgers, and I'll, I'm going to throw someone under the bus. I went to uh, a new burger spot. Now I'm trying uh, inside the Chinatown Square. I forget the name. Uh, it's, it's a bar burger or something. There's a couple places doing It was just horrible. Right, and then I went to Sandler's. I was like, "Wow, I just had a bad burger experience." But let me try the burger, and the burger was amazing. And it takes a lot to impress me because I have over a hundred fo- photos of burgers, and it was great. Uh, when I give you a tip this week, I'm also going to give you what I think is a great bang for your buck on the menu. Uh, Sandler's on Ninth also has a sandwich called the Train Wreck. It's made with Taylor pork roll, which is John's Ooh, alley. No. Egg, America. Oh, train wreck. Isn't that gimmick infringement from yeah. Bex? They have a train wreck, too. Oh, you it's, know what I sense? A train wreck taste contest. <laughs> egg. Book Amer- it. Egg, American cheese, long hot peppers. Uh, it's on a round sarcone roll. It's only wow. $9.90. So my- roll, the way to go. And so many people, they don't understand. If you want to spice up a pork roll, egg, and cheese sandwich, Long hots are the way to go. That's it. Yeah. Long hots are absolutely the way to go. I see people, oh, I got jalapenos. Yeah, yeah, great. This isn't Texas. Right. Stop that. You roast off a long hot, you mince it, you throw <laughs> it on the pork roll. Between the pork roll and the cheese, you melt it a little bit, your whole day is beautiful, especially in the Sarcones roll. Absolutely. So my top pick, this is my favorite pick in that section of the city, is Sandler's on 9th. J. Cole, go ahead. Uh, I kind of, you know, tip this a little bit, spoiler, it's, it's McGillan's, and I'll tell you exactly why it's McGillan's. 
full disclosure, you know, full disclosure, disclaimer. Um, I've been personal friends for, for a real long time with the general manager of that place, my friend Gabby. Um, makes sure everybody has a great time. She's held it down there. She's probably one of the youngest GMs of uh, an icon bar that I've met. Um, I think Gabby's like in her early 30s. She gave me free soup. <laughs> at lunch. We want to talk about no, this. No, no, no. There's free soup Yeah, McGillan's has a tradition of free soup. We're always trying to help people dine on a dime here. You can go over there many times for 10 bucks. In a few cases on special nights, five bucks. Yeah. Get a beer and a plate of food. Um, if I'm in Midtown Village and I don't have the time to get somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> um, I will absolutely go to McGillan's. And yes, the rumors are true. I've talked about this on other shows. There's an amendment made to my will that my wake will be held at McGillan's. There's a financial consideration made for it. Uh, I've talked to Chris Mullen before about that. Uh, after people drop me in the ground, and I'm sure that'll be quite a thud by the time I go, um, you know, friends and family will be stopping at McGillan's. Uh, I'm super looking forward to that. I love it. Well, for them, I mean, you know, <laughs> chances are I'm not going to make it. It'll be, a more le- it'll be an authentic Irish week. <laughs> but yes, it will be. Um, but yeah, my, my top pick for Midtown Village, if you're there and you're going to eat, is McGillan's. And don't forget, they have the free soup at lunch. They have the free soup at lunch. And there's been some people that have commented, I've seen some comments from supposedly high-level chefs that have kind of bashed McGillan's a little bit. Really, Guys, first of all, get the stick out of your ass. And second of all, dial in. I don't care how high-level a chef you are. You know at 1 o'clock in the morning, you're super glad to have that Reuben at the bar at McGillan's while you're watching those West Coast ball games. Nice. So do me a favor. Let's not front. Right. Let's not pretend, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. Because I see you there. I see you trying to keep a coat on over your chef's jacket. I see you trying to cover up the knife and fork tattoos on your hands. I know where you guys go and eat. So Yeah, they're trying to get retweeted, I think. <laughs> yeah, they're, you know, that that's one of the like the clickbait, you know, like like people are like, "Oh, this is my fave. This is my top 10 Philly cheesesteaks." And a place like Jim's isn't on the list. Stop. Just True. True. It's a it, it tastes. It doesn't taste like cheesesteak. It tastes like desperation. You're thirsty for attention. <laughs> uh, the attention I give you isn't going to be the attention you want. <laughs> Wait till we go negative. This is going to be awesome. This show is going to be so awesome. This is positive. Aspect. This is great. That's his positive. That's by the positive. way. But so yeah, that would be my call. Um, That'll be a lot of people's call. That'll really. be is Miguel. Yeah. All right, my next pick in that section of the city. And just so you guys know, we're going to do six uh, to Thirteenth Street. We're going to wait about five episodes, and then we're going to go into Rittenhouse Square and then beyond. You know what I mean? Uh, But my next pick in uh, that area is Middle Child. It's at 248 South 11th Street. Awesome breakfast and lunch spot. It's across from Jefferson. Is that the place that's doing breakfast sandwiches on pretzel rolls? It's uh, yeah, right is across it? from Jefferson. Okay. It's, uh, two Thomas Jefferson. Oh, by Milk Boy. Two okay. yeah, two forty eight South Eleventh. Now here's the thing. This dude makes the greatest fluffy eggs. I love my eggs fluffy. They have the greatest fluffy eggs. So when you get a breakfast sandwich, which is what they're known for, uh, get one with eggs because they do an outstanding uh, eggs. Funny story behind this. I went in there, and I had a breakfast sandwich. I loved it. So I says to the owner, Matt, I says, Matt, would you like to be featured on ESPN Radio? Because I was doing this segment. And he goes, yeah, whatever. I do the thing, and I found out it was only 11 days. They were only open 11 days, and they were on the radio. Wow. I didn't know that. Uh, So anyway, it's Middle Child. Now, I went through... And I did some research, and I picked out the best bang for your buck in these places. And the best bang you can get for your buck there, in my opinion, is they have eggs, hash browns, and choice of toast for just $6.50. So that's a pretty good bang for your buck. Uh, J. Cole, are you going to go, like, uh, j- j- just for full disclosure, John said, look, Kevin, I don't think there's any good restaurants in that area. <laughs> no, you know what? I will name a couple places yeah. that aren't bad. Yeah. I don't think they're great. Like, you just heard me mention Milk Boy, right? Yeah, you're up. Milk Boy is one of those places where uh, I consider them the sniper shot restaurant. I can go in there, and there's two or three things on their menu I'll get, and I'm happy with that. It's priced okay. Overall, I have to kind of tend to agree a little bit with the critics. Milk Boy can be a little bit pricey. Their portions can be a little bit small. 
But if you know what to order and when to order it, it's not bad. Um, Milk Boy, bar, music, blah, blah, blah. One of my favorite places to get coffee in the city. They have a super high level espresso machine behind the bar. Most of the people there are fairly knowledgeable and had and had to pull an espresso shot. And it's not on the menu, but if you ask them to throw together like a fried egg sandwich on toast, it is delicious. And most char- most cases they charge me about eight bucks. Wow. Two fried eggs, provolone. Um, I've had when long hots were in the house, they threw long hots on there. Uh, another time they threw on cherry peppers. Um, was absolutely delicious. So you have to be a little bit creative when yeah. you go over there because if you just look at their menu, let's be honest, their menu is meant to pay the bills. Yeah. I mean, every menu is meant that way, but you have to kind of take your shot. Um, the place I'm going to talk about next, you're fine with everything on their menu. Everything on their menu is super high quality and well worth it. This place, Milk Boy, is a little bit, you got to be careful. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I really love meatballs. Come on, it's Philadelphia. I can get meatballs anywhere. Uh, four meatballs shouldn't be like $9. And I'm glad John said that because uh, we are not an infomercial for anyone. The places no. the places we give positivity about, we don't know the owner. We we you know may have met them once or twice. Uh, we're, we're doing this uh, type of show in case you have people that visit from out of the city. Maybe you live in that area, or maybe you simply go into that area or work in that area. Uh, we're giving you the best spots to go to. Uh, a podcast is meant to teach someone something, and that's what we're teaching. So that's why we're doing this show. My next pick is a, one of my really, I really love this place. It's called El Fuego. It is at 723 Walnut Street. Uh, the owner makes everything from scratch. The guacamole is amazing. If you go on Yelp, oh, I like that. If you go on Yelp, there are people that brag about their guacamole. He makes everything himself. So if you go to uh, Chipotle or whatever, that's all processed. The, uh, Guac is a little extra. El Fuego is uh, is all homemade. Uh, the owner is Pete Ellis, and uh, it's a family owned business. Pete started on the line. Uh, he was working on the line, and he ends up owning the place, which I thought was cool. Uh, I always love when that happens. That that that's always like the best case scenario. But in my opinion, uh, if you're a burrito fan, uh, that's the spot. Uh, the best burritos are football size burritos for like around ten bucks. So I mean, how see, I like that. that. I'm a much bigger fan of burritos and tacos, and I yeah. know for uh, fans of that food, that's like sacrilege. And I get it. I'll take the shot for that. But I absolutely love burritos especially you get one that you know that 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 football sized burrito that you sit down and you spend some time with exactly and people love their quesadillas if you're a quesadilla person also but uh el fuego 723 walnut street uh the best bang for your buck i would say is the burrito because it's around ten dollars uh j cole your second pick it's going to be Alice Philly. Oh, nice. Uh, they might be right on that border because I think we're trying to do what, 6 to 13? It's right and near I think broad. they're on 14th. Yeah, so, that's fine. you know what? I'm go- we're going to call it like a mulligan. It's, it's like one block it, it, over. If they want to disagree, they can, yeah, get, they the, they can get their own podcast. Um, <laughs> you know this. You know the, these people. Yeah. You know this food. Yeah. They own, uh, and I'm going to mess this up, unfortunately, because I'm not Italian at all, but it's Grand. La Cafe, or Grand Cafe L'Aquila. See, you just taught me something I didn't know. And um, it's amazing. They, Alice, they basically took the idea of what they were doing at the cafe, and they exploded it. Alice is like a pizza shop in Rome. Uh It's not like a pizza shop here. Uh, Super high quality, super high level stuff. I was there one day, I had a pizza... And it was Taleggio, caramelized, uh, balsamic caramelized onions, roasted black garlic. And I think this pizza was like 10 bucks. Right. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you look at what you get for 10 bucks at like a Whole Foods and you're right. like, this thing is like three times the size and about 10 times better. Service is great. They have plenty of seating at Alice. The only criticism I've ever heard that's valid right. of the cafe is it's a little small. Seating is a little tight sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
So take, do, go in like another three, four blocks and hit Alice. Do and they, a favor. They, they also are uh, direct from Rome, Italy. Uh, they are. And uh, what they do is uh, there's a in Italy, they charge you the pizza by the pound. Yes. So when you get a slice of pizza there, they are they are actually weighing it, and I actually found that to be more of a value to me because I was able to try a, duffel, a couple different slices for a, a nice price. So that is, I believe it's called Elisha, just so you know. <laughs> it's not pronounced out. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> um, um, come on, man. I had them on the radio. There's no reason. I- <laughs> do, I, do I look Franco-Italian to you? Come on, man. Here's another. Here's my next spot I want to teach you guys. Uh, we love Iron Hill Brewery. We're big fans. We're big oh. fans of the burgers. They just opened on 11th Street. <laughs> I was just I was just tweeting from there like two days ago. Okay, well, just ago, so you know, so. we all love that. Yeah. So uh, that goes without saying. But uh, my next pick is going to be a place called Pandora's Lunchbox. Oh, there we go. 1221 Walnut Street. Ooh. Okay, and let me tell you about Pandora's. I enjoy a good cheesesteak, you know, from a from a spot that you might not think has good, very good cheesesteak. Uh, but here's my thing for there. I was working at the Philadelphia Orchestra with our very own William Murray, and oh. we used to work near uh, uh, Pandora's Lunchbox, and I like to eat a salad. I said on episode eight, I said, I'm the only big man that enjoys a salad. So I go there for a salad. <laughs> Better you than me, my friend. <laughs> and it's uh, ham salad. No, but the, the salad was very good, and they make their own dressing. Oh, so uh, I like so, that, man. Yeah, so their, their dressing is like... Uh, you know, homemade. So the ranch is going to be a 10 times better ranch than you would get anywhere. I hate to say this, but too many people, you go back there and there's that 1.5 gallon bottle That's of cans or whatever. And you're like, come on, man. It's not that hard to make salad dressing. I hear you. Well, we are so excited because right now, J. Cole on oh. the phone. Oh, I've been looking forward to this. Is... Uh, the three crazy ladies, they are making some delicious... There's ama- anything I love more than ladies? It's crazy ladies. <laughs> How are you? It's Kevin Wilson. Are you on the phone? Oh. Crazy ladies? Crazy ladies. Okay, he might have lost them. Did we lose the crazy ladies? But we're going to call them back. We'll, we'll call them back. And uh, we're going to call them back, and we're going to get them on here. <laughs> so uh, Pandora's Lunchbox is my pick, J. Cole. Go ahead. Um, See, here's the problem. I'm kind of out. <laughs> well, And this isn't I'm out because I'm lazy, although you guys would have every right to think so. Uh, the old City Smackdown I wound up doing literally with no prep. It was just from memory. However, if I don't have a food truck squeezed into Midtown Village, I'm just not that impressed by their food scene. I'm just not. I think that there's too many places that I can go into, like Elvez, right? And I'm not going to totally flame Elvez because I've had a lot of friends. (laughs) I've had fun in there with my friends, but here's the problem. I can go in Elvez and I can get some guac and chips and I can get a margarita and have a blast. How am I supposed to eat and spend $39 on some kind of lobster burrito panada thing that's just not, you know, basically I got like one ounce of lobster and 22 ounces of stuff. I was not impressed. Um, I just, so, I think Elvez is in the business what they call all sizzle, no steak. <laughs> but, so, you know, if you're okay. looking for a drink, shots with your friends, go over there. So what you're saying is from this point forward, you're going to be the negative. Is that correct? Uh, no. I just, I, I just wanted to be honest. Let's be clear. Just like Milk Boy. Uh, I like Milk Boy. I've had a good time in there, but that's because I go in there and I get um, an espresso and I know I grab like two or three things and I get out the door. I, um, if I sat there and started to get into their chicken panini thing, which is like seventeen ninety five, like, come on, man. I, yeah. Okay. Let me do my next pick. Uh, we're still trying to get the three crazy ladies on the phone. My next pick in that section is... Can I say it, John? Are you ready to take a shot? Oh, God. Uh, the place I put in my book, Table for One at Barnes oh, & Noble. take a shot. It's called Smoking Betty's. It's at 116 South 11th Street. Uh, it has delicious burgers. It has nice uh, chalkboard specials. 
their chalkball specials. I will jump in here real quick. This is Kevin Speck. I was there recently with a good friend of mine, Susie, and her fiance, my wife, and we had a blast over there. Middle of the day, we cruised in day drinking, smoking Betty's barbecue. Um, everybody knows it, but the chalkboard specials don't sleep on those. I'm telling you, say. you go there and you look at the chalkboard specials, and I'm telling you, they got a great spot. Very good burgers uh, there, and they do a different uh, thing every day. So, I believe that J. Cole is on his negative list. So, what is your next pick? I, I don't want to necessarily say. Oh, I love, uh, yeah, no. I, I love the bashing. Go ahead. This one, hurt, <laughs> this one hurts me because they started in my backyard as a food truck. They started in New Jersey, also my backyard. Somehow, they went from being a sort of kitschy New Jersey food truck to becoming... I don't want to say laughing stock, but most of the pizza aficionados I know in the city of Philadelphia are underwhelmed, and that's probably the kindest word I can use, <laughs> by Nomad Pizza. Nomad Pizza started as a mobile operation. They had banged up a REO Speedwagon, a legitimate REO Speedwagon. Beautiful. They used it to pull a mobile kitchen. Um, it, it seemed like it was great. They had locations, I guess, in Princeton or Hopewell or whatever. And then, unfortunately, you got to the part where your pizza came. And you parted <laughs> with way too much money for what you got. Right. And the quality was just, you're wondering, what you know? am I paying to go look at this? Because I can see an REO Speedwagon at a car show. <laughs> Let's be honest. Or at a concert. <laughs> or at a concert or something. I don't understand why it's so expensive. And I don't understand how, if you guys are... Pizza experts, the pizziolas of Princeton and all this other stuff. Right. Why isn't the food better? I have probably had, and this isn't a thing where I've been once or twice. I bet between food truck events and sto uh, stopping with different friends. I have a lot of friends in the Princeton area. We'd stop in there. I bet I've been in, uh, I would say conservatively seven or eight times I've been in, at a Nomad. And I've never had a really good pizza. It should be better. When I commented to a manager that it should be better, their response was, well, we're not for everybody. Well, then you're a members club. You're not a restaurant. <laughs> right. And, uh, and let me tell you. Think, I Think twice. Once they crossed the bridge in Philly, then even the little bit of Jersey they had, right. they left behind. Pete Genovese has talked about Jersey's king of pizza. Chicago, New York, take a seat. I'm grown up is talking. Uh, Jersey is where pizza comes from. It's the best. Uh, Carl Ruiz talks about it all the time on Twitter. Jersey is king for pizza. How you can do terrible pizza here and then drag it over to Philadelphia in another state, that that's two strikes right there. Yeah, I, 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 I don't agree. get it. Everyone I know who's been a nomad in Philly has said the same thing. I don't get why this is so popular in Jersey. You know what? Neither do I. That's right. And uh, the, uh, here's the inside baseball for you guys. I had Nomad on my uh, not a fan list, and John has a, a – that's, you know, we're just not a fan. And if Nomad Pizza is listening, please, we welcome you to come on the show. Just don't bring any food. I'll bring <laughs> pizza from somewhere else. Uh, one more thing about Smoking Betty's, uh, their turducken burger – and we all know Turducken, and we all love Turducken, especially near Thanksgiving, is only 13 bucks on the menu, which I thought was pretty good. I think that's outstanding. Yeah. Turducken is not easy to find, especially this time of year. Prices are high. Absolutely. Um, that, that's, that's outstanding to me. Absolutely. So I was promised that we have the three crazy ladies on the phone. Is that correct? Ooh. Are you there? Hello? I hear something. I hear something. I hear a buzz. No. Okay, we'll keep going. Uh, my next pick. This is why you don't get engineers from work release people. <laughs> my next. No, pick. our engineers are good, dude. Taking care of us, of course. Uh, I'm well, always afraid sometimes people can't tell the difference well, between the show and real life. Like some employer will say to Rick, "Oh yeah, dude, I'm sorry. I heard on the radio you're terrible. Come on, man. It, it, it's a radio show. Right. We're trying to be funny. We're trying to be funny. All right, my next picks, and until we get the three crazy ladies, I think what's happening is we're trying to get a conference call, and I don't think that's it. No conference call. Just do one person. Uh, my next pick uh, for our, I guess I would call it Mid-City. I Googled this, and everyone was like, I got a different name for that section of the city. But my next favorite spot down there, and I, I hate to do this, but I'm going to say a Stephen Star restaurant because I know we are uh, 
I'm going to say Jones. Cut his mic. He just said Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Jones uh, on Chestnut Street as my next pick. And uh, they have an Applewood smoked pork ribs for 15 bucks, mm, which I thought that was nice. About that. Usually the Steven Star restaurant, it's a kidney and a kid. <laughs> and that's kind of how you get out of there. Not that the man isn't entitled to his money, but uh, well, I saw, we're dining on a dime. I'm not dining, I'm not dining on a Honda. Well, I was at an event for Toast, uh, and I, I met one of their executives, and I said, my favorite spot that you guys have is Fountain uh, Square uh, Square Burger in Fountain Square. So she laughed. Uh, hoping for the crazy ladies. Crazy ladies? No. Uh, we just won't do the conference call. We'll just we'll just talk to one person. We, we don't do the conference call. Uh, so anyway, my next pick was uh, Jones. It's a it's a nice diner type place. Uh, I liked it. I thought the food was okay. Uh, very good coffee. I believe it's La Colombe coffee. Uh, but it's a nice spot uh, in uh, that section of the city. J. Cole, are we still on the negative, my friend? Uh, you know what? Like I said, I don't, I think I'm going to kind of do sort of a carpet thing here. Okay. Uh, there are places in Midtown Village where you can sit down and get something halfway decent to eat. There absolutely is. But it shouldn't be that hard. There are places like University City, South Philly, Center City, where uh, it's amazing. And I know there are people saying, well, you know, why don't you just go over to Reading Terminal Market? You're right. We're well, going to do a Reading Terminal Market we're gonna show. Act, we're going to actually do a Reading Terminal Market slash Italian Market show where we're going to show you the best places yeah. in those. But that's that's honest, That's the not, reason we didn't mention Reading Terminal. No, I know. but And I know people are going to say, what about Reading Terminal? So I'm just going to tip this in the basket right now. Yes, we're going to get to Reading. Yes, those of you who've been following me for a long time know that I started literally the first day I started tweeting about food that wasn't in a food truck. It was in Reading Terminal Market. Oh, wow. And I'll say this. I love Reading Terminal Market, but depending on what conference is in, depending on which convention is in town, it's a rugby match in there. Um, and I really don't want to have to throw elbows to get a seat at the Knicks or, you know, I have to, you know, play the J. Cole card to get a seat at the bar at Molly Malloy's. I, the average person should be able to go in there. So we're purposely not talking about these things today. There's too many places in Midtown Village that I call the minefield. Oh, this pizza joint looks great. Oh, this place looks okay. Um, what is it? Pennsylvania 6? Would, would we say, is that in, uh, I, I guess we would say Pennsylvania 6 is yes. maybe in Midtown Village? Yes, it is. I go in there and I have 19 different whiskeys to try. Well, you know, 17 of them just aren't that great, right. or they're $40 a glass. Come <laughs> right. on, man. If you want to charge those prices, go to Logan Circle, man. Go to Rittenhouse for that kind of That's money. That's absolutely right. Second of all, I've had food at Pennsylvania 6. Oh, have our bar food. Have our bar food. <laughs> Why are you putting a turkey burger on a bar menu? Stop that. <laughs> turkey burgers are practically neither, and now you want me to pay like 17 bucks for one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so stop doing that yeah, buy it at the acme <laughs> yeah just, just know pennsylvania six and you do have good food they had their version of fish and chips one day in a sandwich and that was delicious it was about two years ago right uh they had a really nice piece of black bass that was sort of covered in, in potatoes and they were great okay do I, more of that i was told we have the three crazy ladies on the line is that right hello yeah we're here. Hi. Here? How are you? This Yay, is the we three. Finally got her. We finally got you on the phone. Hi. Thanks for having us on. Not a problem. Hi. Thank you. No problem. Can you guys just tell our listeners about the three crazy ladies? Yeah, I'm going to start. So we're yeah. just uh, a bunch of wonderfully happy people cooking wonderful fresh food in a gas station. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I love absolutely it. Absolutely love that. So where exactly is the gas station? Yes. Where at in Malvern is the gas station? What is the address? So the gas the gas station is on the corner of Route 29 and Route 30 in Malvern. It's right on the corner there. And what kind of food? There's can, no sign. Okay. What kind of food can our listeners expect? What I know you have specials every day. What what kind of uh, different stuff? Right. 
What kind of different stuff do you do? So I'm working on a, I'm working on a special for tomorrow right now as we speak, and I think we're going to have a seasonal salad, shaved Brussels sprouts, uh, butternut squash, Israeli feta, Ooh. and we're going to put some uh, fried pumpkin raviolis on top of it and serve it with a vegan chili. And this is at a Sunoco in a Malvern. Sunoco. I love it. Inside, your pump number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could be at pump three or four. <laughs> and see, this is my problem. Three crazy ladies delivering some amazing food out of a gas station, and I don't understand how so-called multimillionaire restaurateurs with plush locations and every resource still wind up getting me like terribly undercooked risotto for That's- $37 at the bar. It- it's clearly can be done properly as these ladies are doing. And the ladies are making homemade, delicious food every day at the Sunoco, except Sunday, right? Except Sunday. Uh, yeah. Okay. We got so, so I want you guys to... Yeah, I'm just so, I'm so thankful you guys were able to uh, promote yourself on the show. Uh, can you please give us your hashtags? Where can they find you? Where can we find out more info? Well, we're pretty simple and basic. We do our specials on Facebook every day. We offer everybody to call us. We don't care. They, you know, a lot of people want a printed menu. We try to do paperless as possible and save the environment. So nice. you can look online at Three Crazy Ladies. And, and like I said, we're real simple ladies. We're doing it. We run out of food every day. We, every day. We're there, you know, <laughs> every day. We're, we're, there for, we're there for the people. We're people people. They we are. Like so we love to share that. Now, we like good food, and we serve yeah. good food. And I want everybody to go to Facebook. I want you to search for three <laughs> crazy ladies. I want you to follow them on Facebook. If you're anywhere near, I would I would actually go out of my way to get to Malvern to taste this food. I have a reason to go to Malvern now. Absolutely. Delicious food in the Sunoco. Uh, once again, ladies, can you give the address to the Sun- of the Sunoco? Sure. It's 7 West Lancaster Avenue in Malvern. It is actually the corner of Route 29 and Route 30. Oh, wow. And most of our customers say, if you blink, you'll miss it. <laughs> That's right. There's no sign. There's no, no sign. We are so honored to uh, tell our listeners about the three crazy ladies. I think it's a, such a unique uh, thing. And I love it. Uh, I love the fact that you guys are doing great stuff from a Sunoco gas station in Malvern. Thank you so much. Everybody, I want you to go to Facebook, Three Crazy Ladies, and I want you to follow these guys. I follow them on Facebook, and I love the Facebook message they give every day, so I'm happy. I, li- I, listen, I read everything they write. Well, I think these ladies are very, I think these ladies are very much... Um, Indicative of what we're talking about. Yes, you know they're, they're they're they have a pretty basic, meager sort of location. You exactly. know what I mean? They're not right in yeah. Rittenhouse. You know they can't charge, but yet the food that they're putting out fresh daily is better than a lot of places. Is better than a yeah. lot of the Absolutely. places that we're going to talk about. Um, as if I didn't have enough reasons to blast certain people in Midtown Village. Now we have to, more. Look at these ladies in Malvern making you yeah. look stupid. Guys, uh, yeah. Pick up that pace. Yeah, yeah we got to wonder what happens when we get to a wedding and we're catering it. And oh. They say, Where's the girl? Oh, okay. in the gas station. <laughs> oh, I love it. I absolutely love this whole There's thing. There's the mind blower right there. I what? love it. Well, I th- gas stations are the new food trucks. That's what it's going to be, right? Yeah, I think it's great. Well, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. Guys. Thank you. It was su- such a pleasure to have you on our show. Thank you again. Yes. Support the local market. All right. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. That was the three crazy ladies. Uh, and seriously, go find them, too. We don't just say the stuff, um, you know, uh, lightly. And, and let me tell you, they're doing delicious homemade food out of a Sunoco gas yeah. station cool. in Malvern. Uh, go on Facebook. That's the best way to follow them because I, I really enjoy it. The, they give a little message every day and they tell you what they're giving you. It's three crazy ladies on Facebook. Uh, something new and something exciting. And I want you guys to uh, follow them. And you know what? To kind of wrap up my end of this Midtown Village massacre. <laughs> wait, 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 let me tell the people. 
I want our listeners to know John hates this section of the city. So uh, I, no, you know, no, I, you I, said to me, you I, said to me, I really do not like this. I section do not of like the their town. food. The city, the people, the, the neighborhood. That's, and the people we're talking about between six nice. and thirteen. Midtown Village, you have a lot to work with as a community, and the restaurants there are simply not enough. Of you aren't doing a good enough job, um, and I'm going to use. Our guests right now, That's as right. an example, That's a good point. This is this is the walk of shame for you. How are three ladies doing amazing, outstanding food in a gas station way out in Malvern? That's practically like State College for people who That's live right. in Philly. How are they doing that? And you've got this great Midtown Village location. You go to the Midtown Village fairs and stuff like that. People are so supportive. They come out. And now I know why the food trucks do so well in those neighborhoods. Right. Because people haven't seen food that's that great. I mean, yeah, sure. You know, I'm there, I'm unfortunately, I'm trying to think of the place across from McGillan's. Um, it, it's, Frankie, it, it's Frankie a, Bradley's? Frankie Bradley's is okay. But again, these are like sh- these are like rocking the shot bars. Yeah. I, I'm looking for food. I mean, yeah. there is a German place right next door to McGillan's and I, I I can't think of the name of it right now and I'm really sorry. You guys have great German food, but here's the deal. I can't make a meal well I can, but the average person can't make a meal out of a pretzel, a beer, and right. Wurst. That's right. That's a snack. That's a bar snack. We're looking for where someone can sit down and, and really enjoy their food. A good meal. They had a basement place called like Ubon. Right. And it was cool. It was very East German Cold War. It was great. You went in there. They had these great cocktails. And then I looked for food. And I was like, oh, dear God, what have you guys done here? It really is Russia in the 1950s. Exactly. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Upstairs at their restaurant, it's very Oktoberfest, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if I really want German food, I'm going to Brauhaus Schmidt, because right. Jeremy Nolan's over there with his wife. That's so, right. uh <sighs> You really need to think about what you're putting on a plate, right. what you're charging, and don't sit on one thing. I could put McGillan's menu up on a wall and throw a dart and hit something that was freshly made that day, priced fairly, and I'll be happy to have with a glass of beer. Well, let's do a rundown. Our top picks in Midtown Village, we gave you a lot of picks, but our top ones, uh, my favorite is Sandler's on 9th, 834 Chestnut. Uh, John's favorite is McGillan's. My second favorite, uh, honestly, is Middle Child, uh, which is in uh, on 11th Street. And full disclosure, I have not been there. So when I say Midtown Village is lacking, I have not been to Middle Child. Right. So Now, Middle know. Child does a good job. And like I said, if you're an egg person, get the breakfast sandwich. It's got nice and fluffy eggs. Uh, I'm actually going to give you my next pick, and it's going to be in the negative. Oh, oh no, no. There's a place. I don't want to say anything bad. Well, here's, it. here's the thing. I don't give the address, but I, at least I'll tell you. I did not like Sedition Philly. Uh, S-E-D-I-T-I-O-N. If you own Sedition Philly, like I said, you're more than welcome to rebut uh, what we're saying. Uh, but I had the meatball happy hour special, and uh, it did not blow me away. It was not bad food. It was just uh, nothing special. Uh, Nomad Pizza was on my list. Uh, John covered that. And my next not-a-fan restaurant in that section is Chicks and Wings. Uh, there's a nice little... It's a, it's a I'm already a, a little concerned about the name. When- well, it's, cl- it's supposed to be Chicken, but they spell it C-H-I-X. Uh, it's kind of like a uh, fast food place, uh, but it's totally fast. Like we don't have enough of those? Yeah, to- totally pro- totally processed. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you know, my, the, the, now you're a cafeteria. You're not a restaurant. <laughs> exactly. So uh, that was my pick. Uh, Jay Cole, I just want to tell everybody, dining on a dime at yahoo.com. Next Sunday is going to be episode 10, and in honor of our 10th episode, I am going to do a giveaway. Ooh. So we are going to do a gift card giveaway next Sunday, and here's how we're going to do it. <laughs> you and me coming to your house talking about food for an hour. <laughs> no, no, no. What we're going to do is we have plenty of friends that are own PR firms. Uh, we True. Have, we have plenty of friends who own restaurants. Uh, if you guys want to get a free plug for a cost of 25 bucks uh, and offer a gift card, uh, you're more than welcome. 
Uh, we'll plug, you know, we'll we'll promote that it's you giving out the gift card. If not, we're going to give out a gift card uh, in our tenth episode next Sunday. Here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give a trivia question, right? And then the answer to the trivia question, uh, the winner will be the first person to email diningonadime at yahoo.com. So I'm going to have my phone next to me. Oh. And the first email we get with the answer to the trivia question will win the $25 gift card. So I want uh, to make sure you guys uh, tune in next week, episode 10. Uh, dining on a dime at yahoo.com, dining, at dining on a dime one on Twitter. Uh, Dining on a Dime Facebook page. I'm putting a lot of work into that page. You are putting a lot of work into that page. I am hustling. And there's two things I want to shout out real quick about this Midtown Village Massacre. First Ah! of all... (laughs) I'm going to label the show that. (laughs) First of all, if there's some place we missed, please get at us. We want to know that. And if there's a place that you feel like unfairly flamed... Get at us and tell me. That's right, me. absolutely. Um, I can only base my experiences, and we go to these places. Kevin and I collectively, we probably eat out more in a year than there are days in a year. Absolutely. Um, so we kind of know a little bit what we're talking about here. So if we've messed up, if you've told me, oh, J. Cole, Elvis has the best whatever, okay, tell me that. Yeah. Because my experience there has been... Drinks are okay, guac is great, and the rest of it is maybe one click off from Don Pablo, which is half the price. Right, exactly. Second, very quick shout out to uh, Sweet Jumbles. Okay. You can find them. It's a little cottage industry place, Jersey City, New Jersey. Um, they've been, she's been following me for years. She sent me some marshmallows. And if, they're delicious. They're delicious. If you want... Uh, not that, you know, the craft bagged stuff where it's like sugar and 7,000 right, other no, ingredients you can't produce. Um, go find her on Facebook, Sweet Jumbles, just any social media platform, put in Sweet Jumbles. She's got about 25 different versions of marshmallows. I've tried about half of them. They're delicious. Love you. Thanks for being a longtime fan and listener. I'll, uh, Absolutely. let Kevin wrap this up for and us. And this is d- delicious, uh, delicious stuff. Uh, One more thing, episode 10, we will have a gift card giveaway. I will be reading a trivia question live on the air next Sunday, uh, and the first person that hits my phone with the answer to the trivia question will win a $25 gift certificate in honor of our 10th show. Uh, Next, we have some announcements. Go ahead, William. Uh, Consultation services from all members of the Dining on a Dime team are available by emailing us directly at diningonadime at yahoo.com. Also, if you guys are looking, if you have a show, a podcast, a radio station, or whatever, and you're looking for an announcer to read the news or do something, William Murray is a professional in the radio business. He is a member of our team. He is available for hire. Uh, dining on a dime at yahoo.com. Yeah, don't tell people that because next week this will be you and William doing the show. <laughs> Wildfire have cut me out. Oh, you're what? welcome. Huh? Get out. <laughs> so, uh, oh, our contract is through January. So, you <laughs> <laughs> uh, Once again, if you guys have any positive or negative about the show, dining on a dime at yahoo.com. Uh, oh, if you have negative about the show, reevaluate your life. Well, You're here, wrong. here's the here's here's the funny part. I only read you one of the Del Rossi rips. Uh, there was a lot more <laughs> from Del Rossi. I'll say this right now. Uh, you love Del Rossi? Don't somebody from Del Rossi is good. listening to this? Come on in here and prove us wrong. That's it. You want to come on in and bring some sandwiches? You want to call in? Please, feel, we're asking for this. But if they come in, they need to know that I said I liked them. <laughs> <laughs> so shoot the cheesesteak uh, at John. <laughs> so uh, once again, dining on dime at yahoo.com, at dining on a dime one on Twitter. Just like three people left sober after all the times we mentioned your book. And uh, <laughs> the shots have done everybody else in. And just so you guys know, a little inside baseball, we have decided to do commercials at the end of the show for my book, etc. Because I'm not kidding, a lot of people do not like hearing uh, repetitive plugs and i actually had people telling me on the street and in email that uh it's just more enjoyable when they're not hearing a plug every two seconds so that's well, why we in that case Marshall. the show is 49.95 an episode <laughs> hit my paypal and, and and i'll rip it and rip it no i don't mind because- one last thing i want to throw out real quick is this barbecue thing in philadelphia is exploding like crazy yes. and it's splitting into south jersey i want you guys to go to facebook instagram and find pork island 
Barbecue. Oh, okay. They're out of Atlantic County, Northfield area. They're doing all over South Jersey and into Pennsylvania. They are the 2017 Barbecue Rookies of the Year from the Atlantic City Press. They'll probably be the Barbecue Team of the Year from the Atlantic City Press this year. My buddy Jim House, longtime friend, listening to the show right now. Jim, I love your food. Jim has been a guest on pretty much every show I've done. We'll have them come down I someday. And we'll do yeah. a barbecue show. I want to say right now, yes, Pete Genovese is right. Barbecue in South Jersey is hard to find. Right. Um, however, if you look for it, it's there. Right. If you live in the southern half of the state, I'm absolutely going to tell you, go to Pork Island Barbecue nice. on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I retweet their stuff out there. Get a hold of them. Uh, it is the highest quality stuff. And what would I recommend you order if you find them at an event? A sandwich named after me, the J. Cole Pork Taddy. Love it. Love it. All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much for listening next week. Don't forget, we're going to have the gift card giveaway uh, it only, William, thank you for being here. You class. William, William Murray is our is our class. He actually he really wears, is. He actually wears long pants, which is very impressive for this show. Socks uh, and everything. Yeeks. iTunes tomorrow. Dining on a dime. Download this episode on iTunes tomorrow. Uh, download it on wildfireradio.com tonight. Episode number nine was a great success. Thanks to the three crazy ladies. Uh, great homemade food out of a gas station in Malvern. I uh, hope you guys, if you liked us or you didn't like the picks, Dining on a Dime, Yahoo.com. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on a Dime's own Kevin Wilson, at Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. Oh, yeah.